0: Welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first episode, welcome. If you are part of the community here, welcome back. If you're not already, make sure that you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode. Today, I wanted to hop on here to give you guys a quick update of where I am and how I got here. So, (laughs) quick backstory for those of you that are new to me. I relocated from Jackson, Mississippi to Houston, Texas back in 2015 when my daughter was around two or three. I had been working two jobs Uh, during undergrad and after undergrad. And I was just like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of working two jobs. And I know there has to be something better out there for me. So long story short, I made the decision to move. Now, was it easy? Absolutely not. It did not go as I planned. I really didn't have a lot of plans. I just thought that it would automatically be better, but that wasn't the case. I had to go through some challenges, but I'm so grateful for that move to Houston because I wouldn't be where I am today without making that move. (laughs) That's all I can say. But if you are curious to know more about why I moved, I recorded an episode and I want to say it's the first few episodes. I kind of share my story and why I started the podcast, why I moved and all the things go back. Now, the quality may be a little horrible because I started my podcast on the floor of my crappy apartment back then. So just a heads up on that. But I think there's still a lot of good lessons in those episodes. So definitely go check it out. Today, uh, I want to bring you up to speed where I am. So so back in the summer of 2019, I started a MBA program with an emphasis in healthcare administration I originally thought that I would take the full two years to complete the program, but when COVID happened, I was just like, why don't I just send McKinley to my grandma's for the summer like I always do, but then I double up on my classes during the summer so that I can finish you know, six months early. And so that is what I did. Fast forward to December 2020, I graduated and I set out to find an administrative fellowship. Long story short, I only applied to three of them and even the two of them. I didn't get my documents in in a timely manner, but I still submitted them, but they didn't accept them. And the one that did accept my application that I submitted in a timely manner I only made it to the first round of interviews. So I felt like uh, maybe an administrative fellowship is not the route for me to go. So I am going to just look for another job, right? So I allowed the first few weeks of January to pass, and then I started applying for jobs. When I first started applying for jobs, I applied for senior specialist roles because I was a specialist at the time. And then I applied to some manager roles, but I wasn't really confident in myself. I felt like I didn't have the skills and training I needed. I had never banished anybody. So I was just feeling like, okay, I would apply, but I, I just didn't believe in myself. So I started reading this book called Believe Bigger. And it really helped me to shift my mindset, y'all. I was just like, you know what? Why don't you believe that you are capable of being a manager? You already have leadership skills within you. You just got your MBA and you may not have the direct supervision experience, but you can learn if somebody will give you the opportunity. You're a quick learner, you can do it. So at that point, I decided that I would only apply for manager roles despite the qualifications or experience requirements, right? I applied to over 20 jobs across the U.S. because I was determined to get the ROI on that MBA because I didn't want to be a person that got a degree just to be getting it, but then also I didn't want to you know acquire that student loan debt i think which was around 13000 or so and not have anything to show for it. (laughs) So I wrote down the number that I wanted to get and I didn't know how it was going to happen but I was just like this is the salary that I want to have in 2021 which will give me a minimum of a return on my investment right. I set out to do just that y'all and the reason why I applied to jobs across the U.S. was because the medical staff market or even the healthcare market is super Competitive in Houston. I mean, it has the largest medical center in the U.S., the Texas Medical Center. And so people come from all over just to work in the medical center and to live in Houston. So I felt like I had to be open and I had to be flexible. Plus, most of the directors that I knew in the greater Houston area uh, in our field were older ladies that preferred experience over education. So they didn't really care that people had master's degrees, especially if they didn't have any experience and they didn't know what they were talking about. So yeah, with that in mind, I was just pretty open. And I've always been that way. I went to Houston with the idea that it would be a stepping stone and an opportunity for me to get myself back on my feet with some help from family members, which didn't work out, but that's a whole nother story that I told you about, you know, listening to the the old podcast episodes and I was just like, we'll probably move again. Houston was not home for me, but I honestly don't have a place where I just feel like I have to live. I feel like I have the flexibility to live and survive wherever I go. Plus, you know, when you're open and you're flexible, it's an opportunity for you to get out of your comfort zone and grow. And my daughter, she's still young enough to where she has the ability to adapt, even though it can be a little difficult for her because now she's getting to the age where she feels like she has friends and she doesn't want to leave her friends, you know, but I still think she's young enough for us to keep moving around a bit. Now, I will say this because I hear it a lot. So many moms talk about how they do X, Y, Z for their kids, but they never do anything for themselves. So for me, I am a priority and I talk about this a lot on my Instagram page. So if you're not following at Single Black Motherhood, go ahead and do so. I have to make sure that I'm still accomplishing my goals because my daughter will reap the benefits of those. I ended up applying for two roles that didn't actually have an experience requirement. Those are the two jobs that I actually ended up getting interviews for. I also have phone interviews for a couple other ones, but they were not willing to pay what I wanted. and I'm at the point where I need to know salary range before we even have a conversation, or I at least need to know what the market is like in that area so I can have an idea and what the situation is, how the facility is doing financially and all of those things. So I look at all of that. I went through four interviews for one of the jobs that I applied for and that one was local so the office was actually 10 minutes away from my apartment so I was thinking oh my gosh this would be so amazing if I could get this job and and be a manager over TM facilities it would look so good on my resume I wouldn't have to move you know blah 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 I just started painting a picture they ultimately ended up telling me that I needed more experience, but I had a great background, and I was so, so bummed out by the fact that they took me through four interviews, and I I didn't even get the job. (laughs) I know it happens. It's life, but... I felt like at that point I had a 50-50 shot, but then after they told me that and they offered me a coordinator position, I was like, no, that, that, that is not okay. But while I was waiting to hear back from that job, I was on LinkedIn one Friday night and I saw a director post a position in Arizona for a medical staff manager. And I was just like, Arizona, would I live there? could I really do that? Would McKinley live there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. So I didn't apply right away. I kind of left it alone and I kept looking on LinkedIn at jobs. Fast forward to that Monday or maybe it was Sunday night. I can't remember exactly. I sent the director a message because I tried to go apply for the job and the link was broken. So I sent her a message to let her know that I was interested in applying for the job and she told me to try again and then she went on there herself and realized that the link was indeed broken. So she told me that she would reach out to the recruiter but that I should send her my resume. So I didn't send it at night because it was like 9 p.m. or so and I was wondering what was she even doing on LinkedIn. But anyways, I sent her my resume the next morning now after we take this quick break I'm going to share with y'all the exact message that I sent to the director with my resume all right be right back today's episode is sponsored by any lab test now listen y'all it is time to step up being self-aware of your health status is crucial now more than ever If you've never been to Any Lab Test Now, you definitely need to stop by and see what they have to offer. Any Lab Test Now provides lab tests designed to help you self-monitor your body. Their lab test gives comprehensive information that helps you maintain a healthy lifestyle in between your occasional checkup. They provide your doctor's order so even if you're uninsured, you can pick and choose from their tremendous assortment of lab tests and panels. A few weeks ago, I got the opportunity to go by and get the micronutrient panel. It revealed significant information about my body's ability to absorb vital nutrients down to the cellular level. That test helped determine if there was anything that could impact my immune system health. Then I got to be 12 shot for a much needed energy boost. The entire process was simple and effortless. You are literally in and out in about 15 minutes. It's just that fast. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So stop waiting, take control of your health and check out their website at www.anylabtestnow.com. Again, That's www.anylabtestnow.com. And I'll link that information in the show notes. I'll also link the information to the blog post that I wrote about my experience. Now, let's get back to the episode. I wrote to the director and I said, thanks for getting back to me so quickly on LinkedIn. I saw that you have reported the issue with the job posting to the recruiter. I have attached my resume and cover letter. I would love to talk more about X facility and how I can help you accomplish the goals you have for the medical staff department. I look forward to speaking with you. I signed my name and I included my phone number. This was at 9.23 a.m. I'm literally looking at the email right now. Two hours later, she called me and asked if I had time to do a phone interview. I said, absolutely did the phone interview y'all and two hours later she actually sent me an email asking if I can do an actual interview with the chief medical officer and the senior medical staff specialist and of course I agreed. so I ended up having an interview two days later with her and the senior medical staff specialist and in that interview she asked if I was truly interested in relocating there she also asked if I liked to shop because there is no real shopping places. There was no mall, just all the things. She gave me the full scoop just to let me know what I would be getting myself into, which I really appreciated. I told her that I thought I could live anywhere, but I would like to visit before accepting the position if offered. She said that she would get with the recruiter and see if they could set up a site visit. So the recruiter contacted me. And we actually ended up setting up the site visit a few days later. So this was on a Friday, maybe a Thursday. I can't remember exactly. But the recruiter and I ended up finalizing the site visit the following week. So she said that they would pay for everything with the exception of meals. So hotel, rental car, flight, all of that with no obligation to accept. I was debating whether I should... Accept the invitation to do a site visit based on the salary range that she gave me. It was basically the same salary range that I was in in my previous role. And I was just like, you can't do anything more than that. And so she gave me a number that was 5,000 more that she could try to do, but it was not a guarantee. And she asked me what I was looking to make. So my number that I had written down was 5,000 more than what she said she could try to get me, right? I felt in my spirit that I should go do the site visit and meet the director and the chief medical officer in person because then if I could sell myself, I could somehow get to the number that I had written down. I started to do some industry research in terms of salary. So in this industry there are salary reports um, from different companies but then there are also these facebook groups and i hopped in some of those and i asked a question asking if any managers or directors would be open to sharing their experience with accepting their first manager or director role and to my surprise quite a few people were interested in sharing that information. I had no clue the director was in these groups at that time. <laughs> now that I look back at it it's so funny. I don't even know if she caught that, but they told me what their salaries were, what they had started off with based on the size of the facility and how many physicians were on staff there. So I had some numbers to work with based off of what they gave me plus the salary guides, plus pay skill, you know, glass door, all of those things that you can literally Google. Fast forward, I visited and the town reminded me of the small town where I grew up, except that it had way more (laughs) Stores and dealerships and all these things in this really small town. And where I come from, there's literally nothing but a Dollar General. The grocery stores are like 15 minutes away. Walmart is 15 minutes away. There's no Target. So, I thought I lived in that environment for 18, 19 years. I could do it for two years just to get some experience, right? The next step was really getting to that number that I wrote down. And I won't lie, at first, I was just like, man, I don't think they're going to do it. But then when I came back from the site visit and I was talking to the recruiter, she said that they would be able to offer me what she basically had told me at the start of the interview. <laughs> I mean, the, at the start of our conversation when she invited me to come for a site visit So I was just like, but I thought you said you could get to X number. And she was like, well, I will have to try and get that approved. And I said, okay. So she came back and she was like, I have good news. I was able to get you a little bit more. Will this work for you? And I said, if they could get me that much, then they could give me the number that I have written on the paper because it's only 5,000 more, right? So I thought back to the conversation that I had with the director. There weren't many apartments to choose from. Most of them had waiting lists. So the chances of me renting a home would be highly likely for me to be comfortable, right? But that would also mean an increase in my housing expenses and I had to be able to account for that. Because in full transparency, I had downsized to a one bedroom and a study, which my daughter uses as her bedroom and my rent was only nine seventy, so for me to go from nine seventy to fourteen hundred dollars uh, to rent a three bedroom two bath, that is a huge jump. And on top of that, they have state taxes, and Houston didn't. So I was like, I have to think about all of this. So I was talking to the recruiter about all of this. Like, if you guys want me to come, this is what I'm going to need. And at the end of the day, she came back and said that she was able to get my salary request approved in addition to 90 days of temporary housing. So the hospital owns these duplexes. They're three bedrooms, two baths, fully furnished. So I got a chance to live in one of these for 90 days free. Okay. No utilities, no nothing plus a relocation reimbursement package up to 4000 which went really fast. But I was like, okay, I can work with this because this will allow me to make more money, plus... Three months would allow me to save for three months. At least that's what I thought. But then I had to end up breaking my lease and I had to give a 60-day notice. So now I'm really only saving one month instead of the two that I thought I was going to save. But I believe that in that amount of time, I can pay off a credit card. So I am currently on this debt freedom journey. It's not a strict debt freedom journey. Hopefully I can take it up a notch soon, but I'm just like, I feel like I'm closer to being able to be where I want to be financially because of the increase. I would also be able to gain some new skills and finally get that management position that I set out to get so I can enter the world of leadership. On top of that, they allow me to pick my start date. I knew I wanted to celebrate my 30th birthday, so I asked for the first week in May off for my birthday trip, and I told her that if they would give me the first week in May off, I could start in a few weeks. That would allow me to give them 30 days, go on my trip, and then come back, and then I really won't take off for a while until I'm able to use my PTO, which their policy is 90 days. So, She accepted my offer, and I gave her my start date, and that was it. It was time to prepare to move, so I put in my 60-day notice, and I put in my two-weeks notice at work the following Friday, but y'all, that first week, I literally did no packing because I thought I could get it done in a week, but I didn't consider the fact that a lot of moms in Houston would want to meet up and hang out before I actually left, so I have learned so much about relocating. We are now in Arizona and we've been here for two weeks now. I still have things in Houston that I have to go get because I did not finish getting everything out of the apartment and cleaning up. I'll tell you guys more about that in my relocation episode that I'm going to do. So stay tuned for that. But again, I've just learned so much, so much that I did not consider that I wish I had. I wish I had asked for more because when all that happened and she said my salary request was approved with no pushback or anything, I felt like I should have asked for more. So I hope that this quick update has encouraged you to believe in yourself a little bit more have more confidence in yourself ask for more know your worth. like I told y'all I didn't believe that it would happen for me for whatever reason I was not believing in myself and now I truly do believe that everything you need is already within you like I literally believe that now because I went through it and sometimes it takes us going through things I kid you not this move went so smoothly, way better than the move I did five years ago when me and McKinley moved to Houston. I got my car shipped. I got my things put in storage that I'm going to keep. You know, I'm just so grateful, so blessed that everything went according to the plan. As far as the move concerned. Now, as far as me prepping for the move, that's a whole nother story. But I again will save that for my relocation episode. Now, if you guys have any questions about relocating, because now I've done this twice, I moved the first time from Jackson, Mississippi to Houston, Texas, and then this time, I moved from Houston to Arizona, and I will keep the location confidential for now. <laughs> But I hope that you were able to gain some courage from me sharing what I've done, whether that's going after a job, whether that is, you know, relocating with your child because you don't know if it's going to work out or not. I literally put McKinley in school the Monday after we moved so that I could get adjusted so that I could do the things that I needed to do because I don't know anybody here. I met one mom. On Instagram, we literally met up the Saturday after I moved. So actually, we've been here now one, two, two two Saturdays. Tomorrow will actually be the third Saturday that we've been here so almost three weeks and that's crazy because time literally flies let me know if you guys have any questions about relocating and I will try my best to answer them in the relocation episode once I am finally done moving I am probably going to be flying back to Houston in a couple of weeks stay tuned If you are following me over on Instagram, then I try to keep you guys updated over there with what's going on in my Insta story. So that's the best way to keep up with me if you want to know what's happening day to day. And as always, you can email me hello at singleblackmotherhood.com. You can like the page on Facebook, Single Black Motherhood. All right, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And until the next episode, take care. Bye.